Hey, welcome to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. It's me, Brendan, and Doug, and Mark. And guess what happened today? Ubisoft fucked up. That's Uh how we'll start. Yep, that's how we're starting. Uh, How's everyone doing quick before we talk about this Ubisoft disaster, apparently? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, just just, uh, got back from a run. It's so nice outside. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. What's going on with Ubisoft? All right, so if Ubisoft hasn't ruined Assassin's Creed enough, they started branching out their terrible work ethic into other games. And The Division recently came out and has started, uh, launched recently. I, f- I forget exactly when, but the, at the time of this recording, it was like within the last two days. And apparently, someone at Ubisoft overlooked a very obvious glaring issue where with the online play, players can't like phase through each other. Like, you know, in a lot of MMOs, if everyone's trying to get to the same thing, you'll kind of just phase through each other and won't really physically contact with uh, with them. Yeah. Uh, in this one, you can't. The players bump into each other, which maybe adds to the realism, but much like real life, there's a shitty side effect. And <laughs> there's an NPC character that everyone has to talk to to start, like, a mission, apparently. Like, oh, this, God. This, this is, like, the tutorial, yeah, the tutorial guy, I guess. And everybody can't, or everyone bumps into each other. You can't phase through them. So everyone has to wait for the uh, person in front of them to finish. So there's, like, videos and screenshots of the Division, like, on launch, of just lines. People just waiting in lines, in-game. <laughs> that is the most ridiculous thing in all of gaming history. I just can't believe that they overlooked, like, that just proves that there was zero testing. Like, they're literally, the NPC is at, like, a desk, and it's inside a building, and there's literally just lines upon lines upon lines of characters and people playing the game standing in line i just can't believe that the online communities uh what's organized enough to actually get in a line that's what i was thinking i was thinking it would just be a goddamn mess and everyone's just pushing each other and like just glitching out trying to get closer to this fucking person that they need and then the person who's done talking can't even get out that's what i was thinking i thought it would just be a clusterfuck but i guess they realized like Hey, this game's not working as it is. Let's not make it worse and, you know, let's help each other out and, you know, be patient. That, well, yeah, I'm glad that the gamer community was capable of yeah. realizing the situation and being like, all right, well, we got to work together. But, uh, <laughs> that just totally blows. It shouldn't happen in a game like that. Oh my God. That is, that's I've, surprising. I've also heard stories about the servers like crashing immediately on launch, which it does happen with a lot of games because they never quite expect the number of people. But, like, they kind of have the sales statistics. Like, they should, by that point, at least whoever pre-ordered it. So they should have some sort of good idea. But, I I don't know. It's just another blemish on Ubisoft's record. Yeah. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. They need to take a page out of Witcher 3's book. And, you know, (laughs) if the game's not ready, don't push it out. No. Like, keep working on it. (laughs) Well, it just shows the the extreme disconnect between all the guys in IT and the, the fat cats that... Or just, it's all numbers and, and release dates and, you know, you, you release that day or you release that day. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't, doesn't really matter if it's done or not. Yeah. Why I'd, would it be? It's Ubisoft. Yeah. Ubisoft, especially just with the whole you play thing where you have to sign up for that. Like, how, Ubisoft's really getting to be like a rival to EA of one of the shittiest video game companies. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're not good. They're, and it's, and it's kind of like, um, I forget the exact company, but like Naughty Dog had Crash Bandicoot and they dropped those. And I understand it might be like a higher up CEO or like official, uh, decision to side to kill these like mascots. 
But like Ubisoft had like Rayman and stuff, which <clears throat> I know did come out with like Rayman Origins and uh, Legends, I think recently. But like Ubisoft did have like some pretty solid games, and yeah, they weren't the gritty dark division, but like they sold well and they they played well. More importantly, but now it seems like everyone's trying to I don't know. It, they're all trying to go to this online uh, community that seems to be divulging from Call of Duty and. It just seems like everyone's fucking up because no one really plans to do this. I don't know. It's to me the shooter just uh, division just does not interest me in the slightest. There's no appeal to it for me. So maybe I'm just biased because it doesn't look good in my eyes. Yeah, Potentially, no. graphically it looks good, but I don't know. I'm not much of an FPS person myself anyway. But I'd play it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it looks great, but I mean, at this point with the technology we have, there's so many games that look beautiful. Sure, yeah. So, it, like, since they all look beautiful, the, that's kind of the standard for me now. So, like, if the game doesn't look beautiful, that's when it'll get, like, a notch down. But, like, if they all look like Arkham City or Arkham Asylum level graphics, I kind of expect that. But the thing that will impress me more is if it's, like, an indie game or, like, Overwatch, if it has its own style. Like, so they're all not super gritty and realistic and, like, the last of us like it it looks different oh well speaking exactly meeting that criteria you sent me a game clip of the combat footage for the next uh mirror's edge game catalyst holy fuck like talk about like they it it looks really good so it's already like graphically really appealing but it also has its own style so i don't know it looks really fast and action-packed there's all sorts of cutscenes intermixed with the combat so i'm not really sure how it's going to pan out but it, it was kind of real it was like a 15 second long clip we'll put it in the show notes yeah i remember because the devs released a few videos a uh, few trailers for the upcoming game and people were worried about the combat being like mirrors the first mirror's edge where it wasn't too great and it was really hard to actually win like you can maybe take on one guy but you're very rarely ever fighting one guy in mirror's edge usually it's a squad and so it seems like People are still a little concerned. Like the video that was released for the new combat didn't really answer enough questions for some of the gamers and in the community. So people are still wondering if combat's really worth it or if it's just better off running and just praying to God you can dodge the bullets like from behind. But I do like Mirror's Edge style. It's super clear and blindingly colorful. Like yeah. it will burn out your retinas. Yeah, each level has its own color scheme. Yeah, I love it, but it's just like, damn, <laughs> you'll have to play with sunglasses on. I beat that. I love I, it. I beat the first one, I think, in one day. Because, I mean, it's only five hours long. Yeah, I remember it was short. Yeah, I did. It was either a weekend for me or one day. I forget. But, yeah, I really enjoyed that game so much. And I know that there is, like, achievements for getting through it without uh, interacting combat-wise. So, I don't know. That might be your best strategy. Yeah, I think I got that achievement, but without trying to. Like, instead of, like, I'm going to do this, like, without, like, fighting a single cop, I was mostly just like, fuck it, run! And I just yeah. kept going. See, I like the combat in the original game. I didn't really have a problem. I guess I just must have had a knack for the weird timing or whatever the fuck it needed. Yeah, I was terrible at it. I was also really bad with the like judging the distance in the game. Like, so it is cool to do a first person like parkour like free running game, but it is very weird. Like, you do have to get used to that point of view and realizing your you can't see your feet sometimes. So it is tricky, but it is. Great, I look forward to it. And we Whoa. still don't really know if it's a prequel or a sequel, right? Like, and That's where I'm 
totally still confused, but whatever. Whenever we play the game, we'll figure it out, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully, I was just thinking about this. I don't know how possible it would be, but imagine if they could make like a VR adaptation. That'd just be like godly. That would be so cool. It would require so much running, though. Like you, you would have to play like on. Uh, I feel like, like in a gymnastics like studio or something. I feel like all I would want though is just like a VR headset and a controller and I'd play the game typically, but I'd just like see it like as if I could look around. Oh, would be crazy. Yeah, that would be cool. I was going to say, if I actually had to like run around like oh, Faith, fuck no. Faith does yeah. in the game, I'd realize how incredibly out of shape I am in like five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> where's, where's the checkpoint? <laughs> it was kind of like when the Wii started out and everyone was like, motion control, I don't want to stand up from my couch to play a video <laughs> game. Fuck that. Like, it's like, eh, there's a point. <laughs> yeah, no, know, I hear it. not wrong. Yeah. Um, but speaking of games broken on launch, um, we talked about Street Fighter V with Bruce, and yeah. I think this is going to be fairly dated the time this episode comes out. But as to the recording of it, Street Fighter V, we talked about the rage quitting like penalty system that isn't engaged yet, and Street Fighter devs were kind of asking other players to kind of be like tattletales and kind of like you know rat people out who are rage quitting and <laughs> record. That's right. Them. Has and that gone anywhere? Yeah, they've actually gotten a good amount of videos recorded, especially with like the PS4, how you can just stream it, so you're able yeah. to record on console easier. And they've gotten a good amount of people sending in videos, and they've uh, found the players' accounts that were in the videos and actually penalized them. And for right now, those guys in the previous videos that were like penalized uh, got a deduction of their leak points, which uh, I think was one of I think it was your speculation, Doug, that they might do this. I think league points, I, since I haven't played, I'm speculating here. I think it's like the number of points you get and you go through ranks on like online play. So you have like levels, like, you know, level 52 of like out of the country or out of the world. And the number of league points builds up to each level. So the guys so far that were caught rage quitting were, had a huge deduction, like 9,000 points. I don't know the scale of that, but I think on any scale, 9,000 is a huge number. It's over 9,000! <laughs> 9,000? There's no way that can be right! It can't! Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think as of today, or as of soon, they're going to institute a temporary program. They still have a permanent solution coming down the line. But right now, there's going to be a temporary solution where people won't have to monitor each other and like tattle on each other. Um, but people caught rage quitting will have their league points completely reset. So if you're playing online, and you're, you're rage quitting, so you can have a perfect record and like rank up really quickly. If they catch you, you're just fucking reset and starting at zero all over again. They're just chopping off your nuts. Yeah, Dude, they're going that, for what you want. What if you get like disconnected? What if you're, here's you're- here's the thing? They're only doing it for a select few. They're not doing it like everybody. Um, I think once a week, the developers or like the people monitoring the servers will go through and check everyone. And it's people who have an unnaturally high win rate, like thousands of wins and like five losses, and people that have a disconnect rate over 80 or 90%. Mm-hmm. So, so if you get disconnect, like your internet blips out or you lose power or something, oh. it won't, it won't be that high. But if you're, if your disconnect rate is over 80, it's clearly intentional that you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that, that, that's, that's not a bad system. That's, yeah, they have. They say they have a permanent system coming down the way, but I, I like this. I, I think this would work. Um, I personally maybe would set the percentage of disconnect rate maybe a little lower. 
maybe like 70, but that's just me, because if you're rage quitting, you're a bitch. Um, yeah. So no I, defense. I don't know what a permanent solution would be, but I do like this, and it is in place, I think, as of recently. Nice. That's exciting. I'm glad that that problem has been solved. Yeah. But, you know, it helps that it was done so quickly after the game was released, but it would help more if it was in place when the game released. Yeah, we well, we brought that up. Yeah. Last time I was on, I remember. Yeah, so they did good by doing a quick turnaround, but, you know, maybe you could have waited a week on that release date, guys, but I I don't know. There's a lot of gears in the system. Yeah, it's it's a weird time for PC gaming. I mean, this is... I feel like every week we're complaining about something that <laughs> didn't get enough time put into it or uh just some stuff that maybe should have been maybe they should have seen it coming. Uh <laughs> another example is just I'm sure you guys have heard of it but how Microsoft is like releasing certain games on PC only on the Windows 10 store. Yeah, I I I heard of it briefly. I I don't know any specifics, but yeah, I don't know about this. What's okay? So you you know that new uh, what's that new Xbox One game was supposed to be an exclusive, and then they dropped the bomb that it was going to be released for PC, um, and everyone lost their mind. Like all the Xbox One fanboys got super pissed, saying like, "What did I even buy this system? Like, you guys are screwing us over and stabbing us in the back." Uh, hold on. Let me let me see if I can find it. Yeah, All right, I fair can. enough. No, that's, that's such a dramatic reaction, though. <laughs> I I know yeah. that exclusives are like the main incentive for buying a console. I mean, hell, that's why I bought an Xbox 360 because I really wanted to keep playing Mass Effect. But like, you shouldn't be feel betrayed. Like, how dare they give it to other people? Like, Jesus Christ, guys, chill. Yeah, like, yeah. No, people do. People lost their minds. Okay, it's called Quantum Break. Um, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and everyone was like tweeting nasty things at, at all the the devs, and the devs were like, they were tweeting back like saying how immature everyone was. But, um, so Microsoft announced, yeah, this game is only going to be released on the Windows 10 store. And here's the problem with that. So the Windows 10 store, when that was designed, that was built to handle like stupid little apps like Angry Birds and like, like productivity apps like skype and things like that so there is absolutely no support in there for anything so like if you wanted to use sli for example say you have two video cards and you want to like completely max out games well sorry you can't because the windows 10 store doesn't support that because they didn't have enough foresight to uh to see this coming so there's a lot of hardware limitations Apparently, it crashes constantly. Ugh. It has a lot of, like, more bugs than you can even count. It's just been an absolute train wreck. It's basically games for Windows Live, if you remember that. It's oh, basic- yeah. Yeah, it's, it's turning into that all over again. Basically, Microsoft learned absolutely nothing from their previous mistakes. Like, nothing. Because th- this is just so pathetic. It makes me so upset. So, like, yeah, no, that game's not going to be on Steam. It's on a win- the Windows 10 store. So, and then, so this is them strong arming us into getting 10, like, yet again. So, why well, for some well, people? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I've heard some people saying that their Windows is up- upgrading to Windows 10 automatically. Yep. Like, so was- the Windows updater is, if it's set to automatic, it'll automatically sync up with Windows 10 and force it on you, kind of. Which, I mean, just makes me want to, like, hunt down whatever program that is in my Windows 7 and 
cut it out right now before I it's, lose everything. It's very well integrated. Uh, Balls. No, I mean it's it's definitely possible, but I uh, yeah, it's not some quick like uncheck the box thing. Mm, that's not comforting. Yeah. Um, I as someone who knows nothing about computers, I feel like it'd be like me doing open heart surgery and just like throwing a hand grenade into the chest cavity. <laughs> like I don't know what I'd be doing in there, and I, if I risk going in, I'll do more damage. No worries, yeah. but I don't know. I I enjoy Windows Ten. I'll at least say that. But yeah, I well, there's so many security things with it that I don't like. It's like all all the key logging that's been going on. Oh yeah, all the spying. Like they know every application you open. They know how long it's been opened. They know like which pictures you're viewing. And they haven't ever, like, admitted it, but I'm sure they can, like, see the contents of, of, of files on your, on your PC. Is it, are they kind of turning into, like, Apple, where it's more controlling and more limiting of how you can customize it? Uh, I, I mean, actually, I, I wouldn't say OS X has ever been more locked down than Windows. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know. I, I actually, I, you know, what? I'm not even. I, I'm not even going to make a comparison between the two. I'm really oh, okay. Not. Yeah, I just I know nothing about X, uh, Windows 10. So like, I like Windows 7. So I'm just like holding on. Like, it's like, no, I don't want change. Change is scary and weird. I already fucking just finally got my tower working. So I don't want to have to go through and re-download <laughs> everything again for like the seventh time. Yeah, all I have to say is I initially wanted 7 for my gaming PC, and then I was just like, kind of, I, I was screwed, because, oh yeah, I remember I ended up buying two uh, key codes for Windows 7 that were just total crap, like whatever website I got it from was garbage, and I was like, oh wow, waste of money, totally got scammed, whatever. Yeah, and then do I we was remember like, that website so we can like... Uh, shame them? Yeah, (laughs) shit list them. It's no worries. Uh, I might put it in the show notes, but regardless, I did end up just getting Windows 10 because it was free. Or no, I think, oh yeah, the real, the true story is since, uh, my gaming PC had pirated software, it was like, you better pay $110 for Windows 10. And I was like, fuck, whatever. I'm like the only person paying for this goddamn thing. Uh, but I paid and I have it and it's really nice. I feel like it's obviously, uh, more similar to seven than eight because eight's so outlandish and low, a giant fuck up. But it it takes the nice things from both eight and seven and combines them. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people saying they like ten. I just I can't get used to it. Like I got so much stuff and I just got comfortable with my Windows seven layout, so I don't want any changes anytime soon. That's fair. I just hate people getting complacent with old shit, especially like uh Internet Explorer, like like the oh. cert- like certain code I write for my job, like if they do it in Internet Explorer, they'll send us emails like, Oh, it doesn't work. I'm like, Don't use Internet Explorer, what the fuck? Like <laughs> But no, yeah. that's not up to me, you know? Oh, mine's enti- my my not using it is entirely out of principle. I don't like how they're they're forcing you to do it. It really pisses me off. That's we fair. Should, we should all switch to Linux. I, well, I use Linux when I'm not gaming. Yeah. So uh. I and I, and I'm gonna get to the point where I'm going to have to do it. Like, you're. It's just it's inevitable with like DirectX 12 and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's just gonna. That's what's gonna happen. Oh man. All right, well, quick, let's talk about games we've been playing specifically, because we kind of started oh. on a strange note. What have yeah. you guys been playing? Uh, Let's see. 
Well, we played Talisman recently, Doug. Mm-hmm. And I remember because every time we come on, it's usually me saying how much I hate, fucking hate the game and it's complete bullshit. And then we played again recently because I calmed down long enough. <laughs> I'm back at that point. It's bullshit again. I did, oh, fuck that game. The game never ceases to be bullshit. The, just for anyone who has played it or intends to play it, expect a lot of frustration. But it is surprisingly fun maybe no i'm just a masochist i think that's also a thing we've determined <laughs> about just, myself yeah that's just all it is yeah but i it's even like the random number generator like i think is and the percentages are even more bullshit than like xcom which is like a notoriously <laughs> hard game with like percentages like if you have a point blank 97 percent headshot on an alien that's like two feet in front of you you can still miss an xcom and it's totally reasonable because it's 97 percent. but like god damn it if there's not like if it's not, like, 97% 10 times, like, 9 out of those 10 times, you're going to miss. And it's like, now I'm starting to question the percentage. And yeah. it's the same, if not worse, in Talisman, if not the same thing. Well, it's we're so irritating. Potentially going to do a science experiment and have Mark join the group and have less AI involved. Because it seems to, we always get more screwed when there's more AI. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you're thinking about playing it, it is a fun game. Warning, though, with all, like, card game sort of stuff, with the DLC, like, the cards have, like, paragraphs of text on it, so it's harder and harder to read when everything has some sort of effect, but I would recommend playing with as many people and as few computer players as possible, because the computer players always win, and uh, the game we played, you actually left because you died early, and I kept playing just to see what would happen, and once again, I know I snapped my keyboard in half, but <laughs> the most irritating thing is... To finish the game, you, you have to have at least one talisman. Like, that's a requirement to beat the game. And I got one pretty early, and the AIs didn't. So they hunted me down and killed me over and over again, did. getting the talisman. The worst part is, they don't even go to the end. They just keep circulating the board. I guess the AI characters aren't programmed to beat the game, because they don't even try to. So the worst part is, they're coming, beating the shit out of you, stealing your stuff, and then just wandering around like, the fields for like hours on end like there's no end goal in their mind so it's just so mean that they're just so aggressive and then don't do anything with the stuff they steal from you i think their ai mindset is just keep leveling up keep gathering as much cool shit as possible until i accidentally beat the game because it eventually will happen oh god <laughs> i just i just quit i don't i think we've only actually finished like less than 10 games because they take so long and we that's, just rage quit that's plausible yeah yeah, here I am, like, condemning, like, Street Fighter guys, like, for rage quitting, and then, like, Talisman, I can't get through a single game of. But it's not <laughs> online competitive, I'll say that, at least. So I'm yeah. justified, I'm justifying my rage quits. <laughs> but, no, I enjoy that game, surprisingly. I, I don't know how or why. But, um, and how about you, Mark? Uh, as you can probably guess, Witcher 3. <laughs> Yay! Still, still going on that, uh, 26 hours in... Nice. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to just streamline the main story, but it's tough. Yeah, you really just can't do that. You're kind of forced to do side things. Um, they integrate it well, but there really is like this MMO feel of like you gotta grind. Yeah. No, you're right. So hard. And um, but. I've talked about that every single time I've been on here. So, um, but, uh, the other thing I've been playing. So I got the 20th anniversary version of the new 3DS. I might have already said this. Yes. Um, but, uh, so that finally showed up and I've been playing 
the uh so it came with a free copy of of red and blue the original um and to my surprise they didn't it's a direct like it would be like if you just took the rom and just put it on the 3ds like there's it is not patched at all every single thing that like the missing no glitch like finding mew on the bridge is all still there oh that makes me feel so good yeah Yeah. i actually like that better oh it's so nostalgic i love it but it gets better so the new pokemon sun and moon that got announced that are coming out every pokemon you catch in the new version of red and blue on 3ds is transferable to uh sun and moon Moon. so which is Crazy because that means you can just do the rare candy glitch and then just transfer <laughs> all these level 100 Pokemon to to Sun and Moon. Um, Mark just, knows what's up. Yeah, just I, six level 100 Dragonites. Just what's up? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's uh, but I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. They GameStop gave away a free level 100 Mew recently, and I I picked my copy up. Uh, and um, they were just giving out like as many as you wanted. It was just a free like download card. What? Just had a, yeah. And then like for like the next three months, if you just go on Mystery Gift, you just get a free level one hundred Celebi. Also, oh jeez, so, there. Oh yeah, I had a buddy of mine just, like send me a picture of him getting a like a level one hundred Mew. That's why. That must be why. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's you could even go now and get one. It, yeah, I have an extra one actually. It works on um, <laughs> Alpha just Sapphire, Ruby, just, and X and Y. Just got an extra level one hundred Mew hanging in my back pocket. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, one of, one of the God Pokemon. That's that's my problem with Pokemon is like the text and like the flavor, like flavor text, if you will, uh, surrounding each Pokemon and descriptions. Like they're getting to weird points where like you can capture God and like the creator of the entire universe. And I think in X and Y, there's like a sarcophagus Pokemon that is accumulations of human souls. Like, so they're like ghosts combining into form of Pokemon. And then I've enslaved it. So like, I'm enslaving, enslaving the souls of past human. Like, it's getting to a weird point. Yeah, that's, it, it always was weird. I don't yeah, know. It's best to just not take it too seriously. Exactly. And just be like, oh, kids, cartoons, throwing balls and animals. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, I guess the whole, like, Jinx and Mr. Mime, like, it's like, is this slavery? Like, I mean, I guess that was early on. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But, um, so, I yeah, guess... One more thing. Okay. Um, I haven't actually started playing this yet, but for my birthday, uh, one of my friends got me uh, Shin Megami Tensei Double Survivor Record Breaker 2. Jesus so, Christ, that's a name. It is in the realm of... Um, Persona? Persona, yeah. But it's... So these these games have like offshoots, and so this is entirely different than Persona Four, which is what I was grinding for a super long time. Um, but this is more like a tile based strategy game uh, mixed with some like RPG elements. So I guess you, I don't know if you've ever played like Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, but if you have the the battle style is very similar to that. Um, but I beat the first one, probably one of the hardest games I've ever beaten. It was, oh my God, it was so difficult, but, um, I'm just super stoked to start playing this one. Uh, it's supposed to be one of the greatest, like, games on the 3DS of all time. 
if not even just games of all time. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Uh, and I got the like special edition, and it came with uh, a bunch of stickers of the characters and like the soundtrack on CD and stuff. So it is a uh, an awesome gift. Nice, dude. <laughs> cool. You'll definitely have to tell us how that is when you get around to playing it. Yeah. Once I finish Pokemon Sapphire, I uh, I will bust that out. Where the other 140 games in the <laughs> Steam library. Shh. I guess the games I've been playing, I did get around to playing a little of Pokemon Sage, the fan made one. That was <laughs> pretty cool. Like I've just because, seen that. Well, Ben was streaming it, it and yeah. I, it got me too intrigued that I was like, I have to start <laughs> one. And I made a really goofy character. It's it's just fun naming them like really bad names. But anyway, uh, I think there was one uh, Pokemon called Penglith, which is like a penguin like cliff sort of, and it's sort of like a. Mountain, like it looks like a mountain. Uh, well, I would say it's like a mountaintop where it's like snow on the top, so it's like a white face and then like a brown body. Yeah, it's got little arms. And when I was streaming it, I was like, "Oh, I wonder what I should name this." I immediately look in the chat and I just see you say, "Call him Jiztop." Like, <laughs> well, I already named him Boobs. But yeah, in our hearts, he's Jiztop. <laughs> He'll always be Jiztop. No, I think Penglyph is definitely. If you ever catch a Penglyph, name him Jiztop. Yep. <laughs> but uh no so check out Pokemon Sage the fan-made Pokemon game it's pretty fun uh I don't know I'll, I'm not sure how much replayability it has but no but the cool thing is there's a shitload of variety in the Pokemon like they look so fucking cool I'll put a link in the show notes cuz that is impressive so kudos to them on like really uh yeah, putting I, a lot of passion in it I remember I talked about it the first time I played it and since then I I thought they've expanded on it you can still only get to the first city and beat the first gym leader and then after that the demo all for all intents and purposes is done yeah um because the game well there still is a little bugs and like mostly text being cut off like going too far off screen or something blocking other text so the placement's a little off uh but for all intents and purposes like the game runs pretty seamlessly like it the, i experienced no like game breaking bugs or anything and there's just i think i saw like a hundred or 229 completely original pokemon um so it's just a ton of stuff in there and you start off in instead of like a pallet town setting you start off in like the mountains so you start off with ice pokemon really early on instead of you know not getting them until like level 40 or so so it's really great and even from the first time i played it i can tell clear differences and they've been updating it uh but it's still the first gym leader still okay gotcha and yeah it's funny uh you mentioning that just made me think like as i was playing i noticed like there was just some strange mechanic it felt weird to me when i was inside a certain building i noticed i think it's like as if the ground moves around your character and your character doesn't move it's like the 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 programming of the of the game is they have the background graphics moving and your character's just staying in place i don't know if that's true or not but it felt that way now that you say that, I can kind of see what you mean. It was it was had a weird like element to it, like that. I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I might have like just had a similar sense to. I don't know. It's kind of like Futurama, where uh, the Planet Express ship is fueled by dark matter, and it's such a powerful engine that it doesn't fly through the universe. It's that it stays still and shoots the universe around it. Holy because shit! Of dark matter. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's a good analogy. But no, that's that's what it seemed like when I was playing. I'm not sure if that's true or not. I'll have to go back and see if I'm right. But um, and then the actual game I've been playing is actually on mobile. Uh, it's 
I saw it, I think, either on Facebook or somewhere. It was like one of those advertised games. I'm like, oh, God, it's probably bad, but I'm going to go give it a try. And it actually turned out to be a game I'm thoroughly enjoying. Uh, It's called Forge of Empires. And I was like, well, that name makes me think maybe it'll be something along the lines of Age of Empires, because that's one of my favorite RTS uh, franchises growing up. And it sort of is. It's a little less uh, battle-driven, but mainly building your city and civilization and watching it grow with various, like, buildings and tasks to complete and little quests to do and things. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun. You, like, earn coins every day and, like, gather gather points so you can build various buildings and do different research and stuff. It's very similar to uh, Age of Empires uh, in feel and aesthetically, I I'm just thoroughly enjoying it a lot. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. In fact, there is like all sorts of in game currencies like diamonds, gold, and I don't know, like hammers. And I guess you just want to call it tools or something, but regardless, the diamonds and stuff you can buy with real money, but I have zero interest in that. I'm just going to play this game entirely free and just get as far as I can just for the hell of it. Just try to build a really cool city, and see how far it takes me. But I'm eager to see, I think I saw like a graphic where like you can advance your civilization to like another era, kind of like what you could do in uh, age of empires and stuff. So that'd be cool to see like my little like grass huts, like turn into like uh, stone buildings or something down the road. Yeah. I think with like mobile games and really any game now, especially that incorporates pay to win stuff. I think if you can play the game consistently, like one of those things where it's like, Yo, you can beat the game without spending a single dollar on it, but like you have to spend a hundred hours in game versus someone who spent five bucks and they can get it right away. Like that's bullshit. Don't yeah. try to sell that. Like, oh, you can play with, you can pay without playing. No, but games like Puzzle Forge Two, which is one of my favorite mobile games, I've, I've beaten it like four times, but I still have it on my phone. It's great. Um, but it's just a game where like you just play the game, and if you want bonuses, that you're like, oh man, this one level is just a real like real kick in the balls or like real tough. Uh, you can pay to get, like, bonus stuff or, like, to better your gear, but it won't prevent you from, like, you don't have to pay. Like, you can just keep doing it and spend, like, maybe two or three more tries building up your gear as opposed to spending, like, four months trying to do what one person could do if they paid $10. Yeah, no, that is actual bullshit. So I'm glad. I, there's nothing like that equivalent in this game just yet. In fact, it's, I haven't felt the need to like spend any money on it, so I, I feel like it's good in that regard that it's like you can play without spending money. But um, yeah, it's an, it's an exciting game, and I'm enjoying it thoroughly, so check it out. It's free. Uh, but like I said, yeah, be wary. All sorts of in-app purchases are going to be there. Oh, but the one thing I do want to say, like, I remember as the day I got it was a Sunday. So lazy laying around playing this game for a couple of hours. And I, I immediately found the area where I can turn off notifications. I was like, thank God, because I don't want to fucking deal with that. And then I forget to play like the next couple of days. So here I go. And like, at five o'clock, like the strike of five, when I'm done my work day, I look at my phone, and there's a notification and it's from the game. And I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure I turned notifications off. And it says, you haven't played in two days. So I'm like, I know, because <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. And I was like, so I don't know why it gave me a notification after I specifically turned off all notifications. So I guess I have to play. And if that continues to happen, it might be a, a deal breaker for me because that shit is just like so frustrating to me. It's like, uh, I already am giving you enough of my attention. Leave me alone. Yeah, I've noticed some games and certain like just apps in general, not always games, have the, like the notifications and they're like, oh, you can turn off notifications, but not 
all notifications. Yeah. And it, it's like the equivalent of like a radio station where it's like, you know, an hour of like an hour block of music with no ads. Like this is W four five two, like no ads at all. Like listen to us on W four five two and like it's that for like five minutes. It's like if you're promoting your own station, like if you're doing a plugin for your own station, that's an ad. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're promising an hour of ad free music, like it has to be consistent hour of just nothing but song, 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 song. Otherwise you're lying to me. <laughs> Definitely. So yeah, I don't know. It's a it that game is pretty cool though, so check that shit out. Um and yeah. as usual, I've been playing Path of the Sky because that game never gets old. <laughs> I did finally beat the third boss, and um, I didn't make it to the fourth boss yet because I think I fell asleep shortly after that. But I have a strategy now. It's like climb up the wall and tr- kind of be a little bitch about it, but I can kill him. <laughs> That's what roguelikes are. You just keep doing it. Yeah. No matter what, no matter how it is, no matter how immoral it is. You gotta win. Oh, the most upsetting thing about that game is though, like if I ever have a playthrough and I accidentally get the rum, uh pick up like uh it's it sucks because it like ruins my shot like it makes it's like as if you're shooting drunk or something but your shots are curved and it like makes it so impossible to play the game and i'm like i always have to like restart if that if i ever get that power up i disagree nothing bad happens with rum rum (laughs) is great nice i love rum i'm a rum guy um but i've been playing metal gear solid 5 i won't go too much into it just because i don't know how much i'm in like i just got quiet for anyone who plays the game and knows where that is. Uh, it's like Witcher where I want to do the side missions and the side quests and stuff. You don't have to. They do get a lot more repetitive than Witcher did. Like they really become copy and paste at a certain point. But I also love it. It's particularly a stealth based game that really emphasizes like being you know, quiet and sneaking around and going into a base and coming out without ever being caught. But there's multiple times where I just go, Fuck this. I pick up like my rocket launcher and like AK 47, kicking the door, listening to Billy Idol and just gunning down the place. <laughs> and I do better than when I sneak in. Like I do so much better. Oh, I've heard the, the soundtrack is just amazing. My only complaint is that you have to find the cassettes. So you have to sneak around, go into a base, find the cassette, uh, boombox that's playing the song and then steal the cassette. So like there's some great songs, but I don't know that until I find them. But yeah, I, I have like Billy, uh, Rebel Yell. Kids in America, uh, Man Who Sold the World, uh, uh, Take On Me. Like, it's amazing. Nice. And I'm just driving around, and I finally got DD, which is the wolf. He's a one-eyed wolf. And he just jumps into the car, and I'm just flying through the desert, like, launching off sand dunes. I love it. I There's a part where I didn't even, like, do missions for, like, maybe an hour, because I was just driving around the desert, going off, like, rock formations, like, with the wolf in my car. It's so great. <sighs> That's Man. tight. Dude, yeah, I want to like, just play this one. I haven't played all the earlier ones, <laughs> like, but, I, I, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that because that's that's like cheating myself. I need to play all the other ones. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Doug, don't do it. No, I just really don't care about the franchise at all, and I want to do that kind of stupid shit. So, if well, I, see, weirdly enough, uh, listener of the show, Brad B, uh, actually has my Steam name and messaged me while I was playing it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, And we were talking back and forth about it. And he said it's the only one he's ever played. He's never played any other ones. Nice. I go, holy fuck. How are you even following the story at all? Because personally, I played all the main ones, like Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. I haven't done all the Peace Walkers and side ones. But even for me, like at like Metal Gear 3, I dropped the story. Like I just don't understand it. And I accept that I just don't get it. Like Because it just... Kojima's just so crazy, <laughs> like, and it's just so convoluted. I love him, 
But, like, the story's just fucking nuts. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've just been re- reading it on Wikipedia. I was like, ah, that might actually be better. I was just going <laughs> like, to say, I'm just going to grab some spark notes and then I'll, pl- I'll play it. I mean, if you do, let me know. Because, like, I kind of understand the story. I don't really know, though. But it's it's so great. And I don't want to brag, but with Quiet, she's a sniper. And everyone knows that sniper missions in Metal Gear Solid are fucking, like, atrocious. Or, like, when you're battling a sniper. And I was able to get her with the Tranquilizer Sniper. I guess I got a headshot on her. Because she had, like, half health or half, like, stamina with the Trank. And I shot her once, and it just finished the battle instantly. So I'm guessing I got a headshot on Quiet in a sandstorm. So, uh, I'm pretty fucking epic. Just gonna throw that out there. Nice. It sounds pretty cool. (laughs) Um, uh... Well, I was going to say, I also, I will count it as I played it, because a buddy of mine streamed The Witness, and I was pretty much there with him the whole way. Like, we played for like five hours one day, and then 12 hours straight the next day, and finished the game. Holy fucking shit. Like, Jonathan Blow, you did Braid, great job. You made The Witness, very clever. No one's denying how smart you are. But holy fucking shit, that's not a game. It's like a slight altercation to one puzzle for like 17 hours and like it's all kind of like the same puzzle with a slight difference each time and there's like no music it's like almost no moving parts it's super slow and like it's a virtual like a interactive medium aren't always video games and video games aren't always interactive media like it's i don't know how to explain it i don't think it's really a video game i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah, and I, that's interesting. I I uh, I didn't really see much footage or hear much about it. Well, I heard about it because the gamer community was like, "Oh, that's an interesting one." But uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to c- get back to you on that because I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I, we were talking about that last night. I I said it's. I knew going into it, it wouldn't be a game for me, but I didn't. I thought I would be in the minority here. Just hearing you say that, maybe maybe I'm not. No, I I know. I know the game did financially well. It did better than Braid ever did, just on its launch day. So he's he's definitely made his money back. At least I assume so. It took him six years to make the game. But, like, once again, I'm not denying how smart he is or how clever he is. But just because it's smart and clever doesn't mean it's entertaining. And that's inherently what a video game has to be as entertainment. And I was so bored. Like, I was writing letters and, like, answering emails and listening to music while also watching my buddy do the stream because it was just so uncaptivating. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was helping him out, and I'll be honest, I might have looked at a walkthrough here and there. <laughs> and like, hey, wh- what if you do this? This could be a neat idea and acted like it was my own thought because I'm just like, I can't watch him do the same puzzle for 40 more minutes because the puzzles are so hard and it took us that long. And I'm just like, fuck it. I don't care anymore. Like, I, I admit that I'm too dumb for this game. Wow, and I'm reading I- some comments, man. On Steam, not all positive at all. Actually, there's a bunch of negative ones. No, I fully believe, and like, feel free to you know yell at me online or you know correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, this is all Bren. This is all me. This is my personal statement. Uh, ABTS Brendan, if you want to come yell at me on Twitter, (laughs) um, I believe that Jonathan Bloat might be like some sort of socially inept. Like he might be on some sort of like spectrum to a degree. (laughs) He's You're- very smart. He's very smart. But even in the indie game documentary movie, he seems super reclusive and doesn't really seem to understand. Like, 
uh, he got a lot of blowback from the witness. Like you said, the reviews weren't kind. Jonathan blowback. Oh, oh, Doug. <laughs> I, I'm disgusted and so proud of you at the same time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he, like, he seemed to say, he was like, people didn't appreciate the game, the things he thought they would appreciate or the things he thought they should appreciate. And it's like Stockholm syndrome. The guy was working on the game for six years, for six years straight. Of course, no one's going to appreciate the stuff that you appreciate about it. Because the stuff that was hard for you is supposed to seem seamless to the gamer. So, like, and he seems to get really upset. And he was notorious after Braid for going through all online gaming communities and kind of answering people and rebuttaling and kind of yelling at other people online saying, like, why they're wrong and why he's right. And it's kind of like, dude, you, you can't do that. You just have to let the game go out there. And if people don't get it, like, it's on them. But you can't defend every single comment online. Like, it's too tedious and you're not going to please everyone. And it just, he seemed very obsessive about it, at least in the movie, and the way he talked about The Witness after it came out. Like, yeah. once again, super clever. Like, he might have an IQ of, like, over 140. Like, he might be legally a genius, or technically a genius. You can illegally be a genius, I guess. Um, <laughs> but, like, my God, The Witness was, like, so boring. <laughs> like I, That's an I honest recommend. review, so I'm glad yeah. to, to get that feedback. Because uh, well, the biggest problem is, if you miss a puzzle... The puzzle unlocks parts of the island that you have to further the game, and if you don't unlock it, you can't progress through the game. Like, that's it. But there's no way to tell you whether or not you've missed a puzzle. And they're hidden. Like, you have to find them. So you might not find them, and you may never progress through the game just because you missed one puzzle and have no idea where it is. So I I made a comparison to my buddy. It's kind of like, here, here's 4,000 Sudoku books. But first, you have to rearrange all the furniture in my house before you can do it. Like, you have to do this physical work before you can even do the puzzles. So, like, I, if you're thinking about Witness, research it heavily before you buy it. Like, just yeah, really know what you're getting when you go into it. Because there's no music. It's boring as shit. And it's $40, so... Yeah, it's not cheap. Holy so. shit. Yeah, that's why I assumed it was, like, a real solid game just with a price tag like that. All right, I'm going to have to get back to you on that, like I, I said. I feel like this is one of those games, and... I'm sorry if I'm offending someone, but I feel like it's one of those games that people claim they like to sound smarter. I would agree they, with that, yeah. Even though they don't actually enjoy it deep down. Because I know my buddy who was streaming it, like, he was like, we were maybe two hours into the, our second stream, and we were both like, God damn it, like, fuck this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you're telling me this is hipster porn? <laughs> but it's It's probably one of the most hipster games, but like, I don't know if it's hipster because it's not like trendy and there's like nothing cool about it. I think it's like snob porn where it's like intellect, like people who try to seem smarter than they are. Fair it's enough. like, oh, I, I beat that game in like 12 hours. It's like, well, that's not possible, you fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah. clearly you're lying. Or even, like this- even not like speed runs, but just like, oh man, you really just gotta like soak up the ambience and like, oh, the silence. Man, <laughs> yeah, like, if, if you didn't like it, then it means that like you just weren't like, yeah, smart enough for it, or I don't know. Yeah, I, we'll prepare for all of those tweets, Brad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, feel free to correct me if you think I'm wrong. I would love to hear your opinion, but like, I don't think it was a good video game. I'll I'll, I'll end with that. Okay. I don't think it's a good video game. Well, that's fair. All right. Well, then I f- feel like we've talked a decent amount about video games, and I want to bring something to the table that we kind of fell off the map with, but I feel good about bringing it up since Mark's here. I've been watching anime again. Woo! Yay! Yeah. So let's talk about that quick and then maybe end with some what's that sound because I have oh, a quick game ready. Down. All right. So 
let me talk about which one I've been watching. I'm I'm sure Mark's got something to bring to the table, but I I was watching uh the Seven Deadly Sins, which is apparently Netflix's second original anime series to ever air, and that's the way I found out about it. Actually, just logged into Netflix, saw this new anime. I was like, hell, I'll give it a shot. Literally knowing nothing about it, and I remember my initial review to Bren was like. It's like more cool than lame. Like it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like it's like sixty five percent okay and like thirty five percent kind of shit. Like, yeah, it's like it's, I, not like it's not a glowing endorsement. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that extreme. But no, either way, I've uh, after watching about like fifteen episodes. It's a twenty four episode season one, and it's based off of a manga that apparently sold like millions of copies in Japan. But mm-hmm. it's gotten really solid, especially in the later episodes. And as these characters have developed, and the action sequences, like it's so amazing. Like I love it's like literally like cooler than dragon ball z uh in like the fighting sequences i don't even know how to describe it i'm just literally in love with uh the characters too um but the general premise is it's like uh an ancient like medieval setting where uh there's these like i don't know if i want to call them god creatures because they're basically like unkillable it seems but they're called the seven deadly sins and they all have their different names i don't know if it actually i know it definitely does tie in with the actual seven deadly sins that we know um which i don't i'm not smart enough to actually recite but uh i think bren is greed greed wrath envy lust sloth gluttony wait yeah no those are all right yeah and, and I'm missing one. Yeah. Pride. 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 Okay. See, oh, yes. Nice. And thank you, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> see, what's up with Your the anime? Ans- you were able to answer from an anime. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was thinking of every homunculus in Full Metal Alchemist. That's how I know them. <laughs> Interesting. Whoa. All right. Well, I'm awesome. going to have to actually associate them with uh, their actual sins. But regardless, these characters are really cool and the fighting is amazing. And it's just a brand new anime. The, co- the colors and like the actual animation style is just so beautiful to look at um oh in fact i was actually reading this article it's like seven reasons why you should watch this and i agree with everything about it it says it's based on a highly rated manga series it's produced by the same studio that gave us fairy tale uh fast action dark and edgy sexual humor and the feels and i'm like oh yeah totally oh yeah and underlying romance which is obvious but no and yeah the sexual humor is like ridiculously funny and oh one of my favorite characters is actually a talking pig named hog and uh, <laughs> and he has a his mother is named named hog's mom and she's this enormous <laughs> pig like the size of a house that actually has a, a hat on its back but the hat is a house and that's where uh the main character meliotis <laughs> lives what <laughs> it's so fucking cool dude and it's like yeah just just the right amount of like uh fan service perviness that it's not like too over the top that you could probably watch it with your girlfriend and she won't be too mad but like you don't <laughs> not know too mad yeah she'll still be mad but not that mad. exactly but no and then as far as the dark and edgy goes like it's oh these characters are so interesting especially uh the relationship between king and bond i i love it it's like so unique and interesting uh but it's all actually a miscommunication. But regardless, watch this show. Highly recommend. And I did see in my Googling that it was announced that they're going to have a season two. So it makes me feel like getting invested in this isn't worth nothing. Uh, hopefully there'll be more to this show. 
down the road. It'll pay off and it won't just drop. Exactly, but like, unlike other unnamed animes we don't need to bring up. But no, <laughs> uh, it's uh, the sad thing about it, though, just the fact that they're saying, oh yeah, it got renewed for season two, it probably won't be another two or three years until that's like ready to go and like in English or whatever the hell has to happen. The dubbing process doesn't take as long, but yeah, it, it might still be a good year and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mark, you, uh, Doug said you were watching something. Yeah. Uh, did we both talk about this last time? I don't time? think so. Because mm-hmm. I think we would have gushed for like a good half an hour if we did. No, I okay. don't recall this. Yeah. Bren and I are both watching the same anime because it's probably one of the greatest animes of this year, if not of all time, if it keeps up with this. Um, I'm I'm so scared it's just gonna like shit the bed one oh, because it's so good. Like. I am so nervous. It is okay. So it's called Erased, and it's so good. Oh my god, <laughs> I can't stop watching it, and it's not done yet, which is the worst part because I love binging anime. The next ep- episode ten comes out tomorrow. Um, I think the easiest way to describe this would be case clothes plus heavy rain. Plus, wow. Yeah. Just and make it just like super serious. Like they do everything right. Yeah, like all the goofy stuff from Case Clothes, you can just strip all that out. Like I don't. There's very few funny moments in it. Like, there, yeah, if I if any, I don't even know if there's been one. I think when he calls his mom a demon, that always gets me a chuckle because his mom's always so, always super smart and seems to know what he's thinking. And every time she calls him out on it, he calls her a demon. Yeah. So I think that's the funny. Like that's it. But like otherwise, it's very serious. Yeah, and it's so dark. And I, yeah, so- I heard all the hype of it like initially with the first like two episodes. I was like, all right, it's you know, it's okay. It's it's nothing seems to be special. And then I think by the fourth episode, I was completely sucked in. Like by that episode alone. Yeah. So more context on what it's actually about. So the the one guy uh, Satoru Fujin- uh, Fujinuma, um, he's just. This, like, 29-year-old pizza delivery guy, life isn't really going anywhere for him. And uh, he has these these moments where he calls them revivals, where he's, like, transferred back to a moment right before something really bad happened. Within five minutes, I think he said it's the most. Yeah, so he'll, like, relive stuff, and he... Like, once he realizes that he's traveled back in time, he quickly has to, like, frantically search and find the thing bad that's about to happen and then try and stop it. Um, but if you go past episode one, you realize that uh, he actually has the ability to, like, travel back in time, like, back to his childhood. Even at the end of episode one. Yeah, at the you see that at the, at the end of episode one, which is why I don't really feel bad spoiling that. But it's the plot of the show. Yeah, it's yeah, and uh, yeah, and but he doesn't really have any control of when he goes back, and it's oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, it sounds really interesting. I might have to check this out. Are you Doug, guys tuning in on Crunchyroll? Yeah, it's on Crunchy. You mm-hmm. will love it. I I can't even. I can't think of anybody that wouldn't love this show. Like my wife loves this show, and she oh like she watches anime with me, but she usually just watches it with me because I want her to. But this was like a show that she is like very excited about all the time. Nice. I would say maybe the faint of heart might not like it because it's dark. Like it, it is very it, dark. Yeah. It's like Law and Order SVU level of like oh this is. This is tough to watch. Like, so if you're 
maybe faint of heart and can't get through like some of those more uncomfortable stuff. Yeah. But it, it is just so good. Yeah, as someone who claims that Elfin Light is or Lead is one of my favorite animes, then I think I'll be oh, okay. This is You'll not even fine, yeah. this is not even in the same vein as that. And and that's the thing, like that's edgy in its own regard, but I just find that more artistic in a weird way. I, I justify it because I'm such a freak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a race isn't like gory like Elfin Lead is, but it's like it's like SVU where it's like realistic and just dark moments, like the darkest of what could po- really possibly happen, and it's. Oh man, I got theories, but then I feel like the show sets you up to make you think those yep. theories. Yeah. So then I got counter theories to what my theories are, and it's I don't want. I'm not telling anything because I don't want to spoil those. Yeah. The but, show. The show will like try and make you feel smart, and then <laughs> yeah. and then you're like, oh, I got this all figured out, and then think it's, you're so clever. Yeah. And then they'll just like yeah, they'll slap you in the face, being like, ha, we knew what you were thinking, and that's not yeah. it. Yeah. So I I will say though, his uh, mother in the show. In the first episode, I thought she was just a, a terrible character and just, like, a useless, you know, felon, like, taking up space. And then within, like, the next episode is the quickest turnaround I've ever had a character. Like, I love his mom in the show. I think she is possibly the greatest character I've seen in any show. Like, uh, I love it so much. Nice. All right. Well, I think I'm glad we brought up some anime, too. Let's play some What Does That Sound? So, sound number one, uh, play it now. The interesting thing is, one hint I can give you guys is I know Bren has played this game. It definitely sounds familiar. I know I definitely should know it. It sounds like shooting, like, a flare into a pit of zombies, like, sensitive to light or something. I know that's really specific. That was extremely <laughs> specific and incorrect because I'm not, that I'm wasn't just, a guess. <laughs> I know, I'm not, yeah. I know, I, that's fair. But I just, well, I'm gonna let you know that you're thinking down the wrong path. <laughs> I'm thinking it's kind of like Mass Effect with the mass relays, where it's like something being like launched, like an elevator being launched up the shaft or something, or something, something like transporty. I know I've definitely heard the sound before. Yes, and you'll, you'll, I, I'm positive. I mean, I'm horrendous at this game. Just like, also I had to listen lose- to like the first millisecond of the clip. Like that kind of gives it away. Uh. Fuck! I did pretty well when I was a walrus. I've had a, a pretty notorious losing streak lately, but I have never been good at what is that? <laughs> Somehow you guys walk away with wins, though. I think you're gonna win tonight. This one, because you, I think, because you, pre- you spell out what the game is, and we still don't get it right. <laughs> no, I think this one. Even if you get this one wrong, we have two more that there's a good chance you'll get. Is it? Uh... Can we ask console? Will that narrow it down too much? Or... I honestly don't know, so I can't help you. Oh, uh, okay. Because mostly it's like PC. It's like, well, that doesn't narrow it down at all. Um, is it? Uh... The Last of Us? Nope. Fair guess. I would, yeah, you're um close. Not even no. <laughs> I was thinking like, how do I make a hint out of that? Not I. I just can't straight up. I, it really sounds something similar to like sci-fi Mass Effecty, but I don't want to say Mass Effect just because we just did that one um, recently. 
And I know because I just said that now, it's going to be Mass Effect. I'm, I'm going to give you guys a hint after your next guess. Like a transporter gate or something? <laughs> Is it the Goosebumps um. game? Fuck <laughs> 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 it. That was a legitimate guess, and I was close with it. That is so funny. Great callback. That's not my guess. I know. That's fair. I'm just really glad you brought it up. I tried hunting down a video of the game so I can prove to you that that was a legitimate guess. (laughs) Um, Star Wars. A Star Wars game of some kind. No, broad enough, but no. It's, uh... You got one more guess, and all I'm gonna say, this is the final hint, and it's kind of a big one if you figure it out. Uh, It's... Share this game shares a, a a very important mechanic with the game Life is Strange. Oh, okay. It's not the TARDIS. Uh, did they make a game out of H.G. Wells' The Time Machine? Because that game would suck. Actually, that game would probably be pretty cool. <laughs> so, a game mechanic from Life is Strange. Do you consider? Terrible teenage slang a game mechanic. No. I, I consider uh, going ape on each other here though. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh god fucking Warren. No. I I appreciate the the slang because they're self-aware. Yeah. It's Well, like in the first episode, they're like, who says Hella? And then every character in the game says Hella like 50 more times. It's like it's, you, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you should have called it out after everyone already said it, not before everyone already says it. Yeah. Um, fuck. So it's some sort of time travel. And it's not the TARDIS, because I'm pretty sure you don't know what that is, Doug. No, I know what it is, but I, I've it only is. seen, like, three episodes, and I didn't understand, like, half of it. So I was like, whatever, this show's over my head. And I don't know. It just seems like there's I'd need to invest too much into that whole f- franchise. I don't bother. I don't think it pays off. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I dro- either. I watched it all from, like, Eccleston's run, like, 2009, I think. It, and I just dropped it, because I just don't care. Gotcha. It's like they're in a shitty theater department. And they're like, "Well, we only we only have five alien costumes, so we have to make this work for the next seventeen years." <laughs> so they just reuse the same monsters over and over again. Yikes! It's bullshit. Um, yeah. All right. Guesses, Mark. I need a final guess for this. Uh, We're dragging this one out. Uh, well, you said something. Brands played with time travel. T- with a time travel. That's mechanic. as that's as spelled out as I can go. I can't help anymore. Yeah, I know, and I. <sighs> So I don't know if I've played it. So I bet you have. Okay. Yeah, we've played a lot of the same games. I'm trying to think of what games I know that have time travel. It's not uh, Prince of Persia Sand of Time. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the sounds it makes. Um, it's not. I'm just gonna. This is like the third time it's happened. It is the Prince of Persia, dude. I don't know, and I can't. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that's your guess, because like you, you should just get that. How, what? How? How does this keep happening? I, that's what Every fucking game! <laughs> I say it, and then I say it's definitely not that, and then it fucking is! I know, that's why I wasn't about no! to let it happen again. There's How no is that way. Sands of Time? It is definitely Prince of Persia, and I'm pretty positive it's actually the Sands of Time, that one specifically. Because that's the time travel one. Yeah, it's just, it's just I, I got that specifically <laughs> off of a YouTube clip. Please send me that clip. I have to hear it in the context, because maybe it'll make sense. But oh god, fucking damn it! Yeah, dude. All right, but no, I'm gonna actually. Uh, I have that, ne- I have never played that game. <laughs> all right, that game gave enough. me shingles. That's what. Now that's I'm mad all over again. Play it, played it. Um, but all right, so that's what I mean. I'm I'm still like in lieu. Like, let's see how you guys do on the next one, and I'll I'll come back to that. Uh, god, fuck. 
Damn it. Sound number two. <laughs> I hate this game. Sound number two now. Shit, I've definitely played that one too. Yeah, that one I honestly had a longer clip because I was like thinking just a couple of those wasn't good enough. So hopefully it gave you like a a feel and a vibe of what game that could possibly be. And you're not repeating any games, right? Like it's I, I try not to, but occasionally I do. But I swear to God, we didn't do this one. Okay, so it's not Halo. Yeah, no, definitely not. And I'm not counting that as a guess. Yeah. Because it sounds like energy weapony. Any guesses, Mark? Uh, it sounds like a side scroller of some sort. Ooh, I didn't think of that. You might be right. Metroid? No. One of them. You definitely sound like you're picking up stuff. Yes. Okay, so I'm counting Metroid as a guess. I'm gonna yeah, say no to side scroller to just get you off that train. But also uh, wow. picking up stuff totally. Also, it- listen closely. We'll play it again for our listener. What do you think that object the player is using? A shield? Shit, like now Halo's just stuck in my mind and I can't get it out. That's um, yeah, it's definitely not that. Yeah. Man. Do you know if we played this Douglas? Do you know for sure? I guarantee it. I I'm almost yeah. yes, and I know you both think highly of it. Okay. Hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog. And if I'm wrong about it for Mark, I'm sorry, but I can't imagine you haven't. Okay. Like, now I'm more convinced it's Halo. <laughs> oh, god damn it. it. Dude, this is not Halo. I know it's not, but, like, <laughs> just everything in my mind is pointing to that. What game do I think it's absolutely not, so it's probably that? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah, reverse psychology, that bitch. Yeah. Definitely not Binding of Isaac, <laughs> so it's probably Binding of Isaac. Yeah, if only that was the way it worked. It's that simple. Well, so far, like, so far out of three games, that's how it does work. Dude, so. I know. As the host, it's literally, it got to the point where it's like, I need to step in. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Is it, is it, can you give us like a console or a, like, if it's a PC game yes, or something? Yes, it is a PC game. I'm sure there, it may have gotten to console eventually, but no. Typically, when people think of this franchise and or game, it's a PC. Okay. Does not help me at all. Yeah. Can I take a yeah? No. Guess, man. Just guess. And now you said it wasn't a game we had, haven't done already. Or, well, dude, don't. No, that was the one thing I was like, oh, like I'm not sure about that. It may. Oh, what? Half Life? No. Fuck. Ah. Very solid guess, though. I will say you're closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. Can I tell Mark? Yes, or no, can- I, I, yeah, you're, you're on the same team. Yeah, got, po- just do it. Portal. I- yes. 
Yeah! Oh, nice. Fucking finally get one. Because you guys are about to get shut out. I forgot I'd be like, we don't even go to the next sound. Shit. Nice. Good shit, Bren. Thank God. Because, yes, that is the portal gun. And she's moving around a cube. That's what the whole picking up stuff was. And, yeah, that was me by, like, I forget if it was with, oh, yeah, the companion cube. Or, no, no, the, the turrets. I think I did that with XP earned or somebody. Yeah, that's right. I remember you guys playing that. So that's why I was thinking to myself, uh, it, it has been done before. So, uh, but regardless, you guys made it to round three, and then I do have a goofy bonus clip just for uh, shits and gigs. But uh, so let's play sound number three for our listener right now. Oh, I got it, Bren. I'll let Mark take a few guesses, because I'm, like, 98% sure I got it so much that I will jump out my window right now if I get it wrong. Yeah, no, that's fair. And that's what I mean. This is a good one to win with. I actually don't know if Mark's actually oh, this one, though. yeah, is this Call of Duty? No! Good guess, though. That, I, I understand for oh, someone no, who doesn't no, play no. it. <laughs> you got three guesses, though, so... Yeah. No, that's... And I know Bren's got it, so you can do another try. This is a game everyone knows about, but not everyone, has, like... I'm not sure if you've actually played In it. high school, I was the president of the video game club, and I definitely had my club playing this game. I remember going to the store where you could like pay to play online games. Like You pay like five bucks and you get an hour of online. And you can play like a bunch of different online games. And I was like, oh, cool, I'll play my City Heroes account, because like, I'm on vacation down the Jersey Shore and I'm not near my computer. But everyone else was playing this game. Yeah, I already know what it is, and I, and I, I, said, it, I said the wrong game. I was thinking this, and I said the wrong game. Well, what is it? You is get another guess. CSGO. Yeah, Counter-Strike in general. Yeah. Yes. It's the yeah. headshot sound specifically. Apparently, there's like a little extra thud kind of thwink, like when you like shoot someone in the head. So if I don't know if our listeners like an audio file, maybe you can pick up on that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you guys won. Huzzah. Whoa! Yay! Yeah, that feels good for once. A pseudo perfect streak because I did say the first one. All right, and then <laughs> guess it. To bask in your glory, I want to send you guys this link. So I, in me, like uh, doing some research and setting up the game, I was like, oh, let's do an Age of Empires sound because I mentioned Age of Empires early on the episode, and I, I love that franchise. And I came across the strangest YouTube video I've ever found. It's basically all the Age of Empires sounds, but somebody made their own song out of it. And it is the most trolly, bizarre thing ever. It's only a minute and 14 seconds. I'm going to play all the audio right now for our listener, and just so they could hear how strange this is, and then we'll do some plugs.
It's certainly creative. <laughs> That's not what I can say. That is Mark being as nice as he can. I no, be... I mean, like, I, I didn't really play them that much either, so to me, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I don't even know. It just makes me crack up. But anyway, sorry for putting you through that, listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember all my friends playing Age of Empires. They're like, oh, we got archers and spearmen. And I'm like, I'm over here playing Age of Mythology. I got minotaurs and centaurs. Fuck y'all. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I I enjoyed Age of Empires. But all right, let's do some plugs and wrap this episode up. Uh, Mark, where can listeners find you? Uh, ABTS Mark at on uh, Twitch. Excellent. And Bren. ABTS Brendan on Twitter. Sweet. And if you guys want to send us feedback or just uh like us or follow us on Facebook and Twitter, uh you can do that. Our handle's ABT Silence. Uh, we also do Twitch streaming every Tuesday and Thursday at eight o'clock. Uh, I try to play video games. Uh, I at least try to. I, I'm missing right now, actually. <laughs> but, <laughs> we are currently recording at eight thirty on the Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a liar. But uh, no, we try to be good with that. But in general, thanks for tuning in and tell your friends if you know anyone who will like our show. And also go check out the Erie Canal Theater podcast that just joined our network. Their show yes. Switchboard Infinity is amazing. It's such an awesome audio journey for sci-fi fans. 20 minute episodes uh it's just amazing so uh you can find links on our website but um yep. thanks for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week see, see ya, ya.